0: host of The Cell. I invite you to listen to our program every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. I would also like to thank you for listening to Community Radio on WGRN LP 94.1 FM, Columbus. I'd like to welcome our listeners back. This is Felice, your host with The Cell, and I hope that everybody's been enjoying this weather since it's starting to get warm now and stay warm. We have special guests with us tonight. Her name is Rochelle Germany, and Rochelle is a writer and a publisher. So this is gonna be really interesting because we haven't had anybody on the show that is actually a publisher. i also like to welcome my host today, Mr. Ernest Kelly. How you doing, Ernie?
1: Oh, good, thank you. Hi, Rochelle.
0: Hello, Ernie, how are you?
1: Good, thank you.
0: Rochelle, could you please share with our listeners a little
2: bit about yourself so my name is Rochelle Germany I am a Columbus Ohio native born and raised and I have always been a writer from a childhood um, I actually thought I was going to be a rapper and marry Daddy Mac from Crisscross, Cross which is what got me into poetry <laughs> I was either going to be a rapper or the first girl in the NBA so that was my plan at 12 years old <laughs> But <laughs> so, like I would also write my mom poems and those things. Um, so I've always loved, loved writing. Like it was just a way for me to express myself. Um, and then in 2014, I got into Amazon. I again, I'd written a couple of books um, on paper, but someone had our, our oldest children were model, our youngest children were modeling, and everybody kept asking us, you know, what we did to kind of get them into these different jobs that they had. So. I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna to try to write and publish a book on Amazon. And it took me about a month, but I did. And that was my first kind of foray into uh publishing. And I caught the bug. And since then, um, between myself and the people that I've helped publish, we've published over twenty books um in the last since 2014. So um it's been an exciting journey being able to help people tell their stories.
0: I know that we have two things here. We have you being a writer and you being Mm -hmm. a publisher. I know that you said that you wrote poems and and stuff like that to your mother, but when did you decide or when did you realize that you actually wanted to write books? Um, I
2: realized that probably when I was about 30 years old. I was finally like, you know what, I'm going to do it. It was something that had kind of been gnawing at me something to do i had a story in my in my head uh the, the book that i have out now eternity's ending i had a story in my head and so every morning i would get up um and i decided i would write a chapter i would not leave uh, my desk until i had written a chapter and then i'd finish the book in about 25 days because again writing a chapter a day don't get up until that chapter's finished and it was just a matter of doing it and then once it was done i was like well what was i waiting for because it just seemed like well of course it it, it was you just got to do it. But I put so much, I had built so much of it up, you know, just afraid that, well, what if people don't like it? And, but at 30, I don't know, I guess it was maybe having the kids or whatever the case may be, but it was like, just go for it. The worst that will happened is nobody reads your book and, but you've written a book and, and that's something. So I, I went for it and, and I sat down and and I did it and it was done. And and I celebrate that. I believe it was May 12th of
1: 2011
2: that I finished that book, or 2012 that I finished that book.
1: Yeah, Rochelle, as a publisher and an author, what have you considered like your biggest challenges are?
2: Um,
1: I would think that I would say that my biggest
2: challenges are just um, getting people over that hump. Um, because, it again, it, it's one of those things that seems like something far off or impossible and maybe someday and just showing people no today can be that day today can be if you want to write that book again i know people who are not interested at all in writing a book so if you have that desire there must be something there and let's see if we can pull that out of you so just pulling that out of them but once they do man they are like okay i have another book i have another book i have another book so it's really amazing (laughs) and the stories that people have are just incredible. You know, just being able to see where life has taken people um, and seeing the lessons that they learned and the things that they want to share with others to, you know, help them in their journey is just a beautiful process to be a part of.
1: Well, let me ask you this question. Yeah, Rochelle, when you're out and about and some young people come up to you and, and want advice or guidance on following, you know, your your path, what, what do you tell them? So what um i tell them, give
2: them um so i tell them that it's i start with it's easier than you think you know again i feel like getting that mental aspect is is very important knowing that you're capable of doing it is is the first step in in making something possible um so letting them know that it's possible um and then asking them what they want to write about i have a, an 11 year old son um who is an avid reader and he writes stories about video games that and so it's like, well, what do you write about? What are your, what are you interested in? What book would you like to read? Um, and start there. It doesn't have to be the most perfect book. It doesn't have to be a Pulitzer. Let's, let's get started. And then we'll improve as we get started. But we got to take that first step. So telling them that it's possible and then figuring out what they're interested in so that they can get that down on paper and get moving.
0: To our listeners, we just had Stephanie Thomas chime in. Stephanie, welcome.
3: Well, hello, Rochelle, thank you for joining the show. And I apologize for my late arrival. I hope I haven't missed too much. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, thank you for joining us. I'm sure you can maybe share with us some of your obstacles and um, barriers that you had to face um, as you were becoming a publisher. If you don't mind sharing that with us and our listeners who are aspiring to be writers in the future.
2: Absolutely. Um, so some of the obstacles um, with anything is the learning curve, um, learning how to navigate the um, Kindle Create system um, software. And Amazon makes it pretty easy, but there are some editing, some different things that you have to kind of learn how to do, which, you know, I had to learn how to do while, while writing the book. Um, but once you kind of know what the elements are, um, then it's really plug and play. Like Amazon – Um, Barnes & Noble Press, all of these uh, publishing houses that allow you to print um, to become a published uh, author um, but not have to house all of your book inventory um, because they print on demand as you receive the orders. Um, They make it pretty easy for you to get your book published um, once you've completed and formatted the manuscript. But learning all the kind of intricate details and, you know, what the standard is for the publishing industry and all of those things, you know, it's just
0: the learning curve that that takes
2: with learning any new and any new thing one of the things
0: that you talked about and how you go about writing a book is that you spend you do one chapter before you leave um how does that work with your work schedule
2: um so full disclosure uh, <laughs> i would get to the office early i was the first person in the office i would get there at about six thirty every morning um, the first person would arrive at the office at about 8.30. Um, so the office was incredibly quiet. I had an hour. Um, the way that I wrote that particular novel, um, every chapter was based on a song. So I would ride the train to work um, in the morning and I would just listen to that song on repeat because um, what I was doing was going. To, I was going to flesh out those lyrics into a full chapter of what happened in my particular story. Um, so I would kind of start you know, getting what I was going to say in my mind as I'm riding to work um, and then, when I get to work, I sit down and i I type it out. Obviously, I'm not gonna not do my job and and write, but you know for the most part, I was able to kind of get it done in the mornings before anybody came in, still get all my work done um so for that particular novel, I was able to just kind of do it at work, so that's how you know I was able to fit that one into my work schedule. So you wrote how many books yourself? um so I have written uh one novella, three books of poetry. And two nonfiction books. So I have five uh, books that are written, and then I have a couple of um, journal books, uh, writing prompts, and those types of things. So, writing the poetry books, that's kind of when inspiration hits you know, you write down the poem and then you kind of put them all together and into a theme thing. So, that doesn't take the discipline that writing the novella did. um, But, like the other books, are kind of short and sweet. Like the first book that I actually published was called Instant Modeling How to, I think. Kickstart your child's modeling career on Instagram. Uh, Again, we had twins who had just gotten into modeling. We kind of built a following, and people were asking us how we did it. So I'm like, let me write a book about it. And it was maybe 10,000 words at the most, four or five chapters straight to the point. This is exactly what we did. These are the steps. I'm not giving you any fluff. I'm giving you exactly what you want. That book I wrote in about three days. Um, so it just kind of depends on the content of the book and how creative I have to be with it.
1: You said that your youngest son is writing about video games and that. Uh, does any <laughs> of your other children also write or following in your footsteps? Um, so I am
2: a writer. My wife is an artist. Um, my wife actually is a part, part of the company, too. She's the illustrator. Um, so my son writes, and he has a twin sister who draws. Uh, So they also have the creative bug. And then our oldest, too, um, they're more musicians. But the core family is actually really, really creative.
1: When did uh, your wife's name is is Kareem? Is that how you pronounce her name? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, when when did you guys start? I noticed that she started uh, working with you about the same time in Mm -hmm. 2014. Is that when you guys started collaborating?
2: Yes, so she was actually um hired by my aunt Marla to illustrate her first children's book. Um so that's how she got started uh with her illustrating process and from there um word of mouth grew that this is what she can do um and so she came on board um as part of the team to do the illustrations because a lot of what we do are um children's books. Uh, so yeah, so my my kid trying to get to see This whole thing unfold. um, I'm going to try to convince my son to actually publish a book this year, Um, and you know, just so he can see see how it's how possible it is.
1: Well, thank you. She, she, and she does all the illustrations on all the books I've seen. Which she has really, really got talent. I see why you would. (laughs) <laughs>
2: the yeah, she's amazing. I tell her all the time, like, it's it's amazing. It's um, unbelievable. So, yes, I'm in all of her talent.
3: I just kind of want to ask and see if you could maybe share with our audience for those who are just happening to tapping into just their their magic and their skill and um their creativity to to write um what would mm-hmm. you tell them Those that are maybe just afraid to just take, take that next step because of the what ifs or any barriers they may think that they might face what w- what would you tell them what would be like an inspiring or motivational speech okay. that you would tell? right keep writing
2: i personally I write for me. Like I write stories that I enjoy because I don't know if everybody's going to like it. It may not be for everyone. Like I heard that a third people will love it. A third people will hate it and the third people won't care. So I got to focus on that third, <laughs> that, that will love it because the other 60%, 66% isn't going to do anything for me, but we usually get held up on that 66%. Um, so just write, just write, do that, do that much. you if you're writing, you can call yourself a writer. Right. That's my speech. I love like, that. Yeah. I love that. You just do it. Just, <laughs> it's Mikey. Just do it.
3: <laughs> I know that's right. When I do have a follow-up question, um, and I hear this because I do have some friends, some family friends who are also writers, and I can uh-huh. I always hear about, like, a writer's block. Um, uh-huh. And what is like what is it that you do just to kind of get out of that writer's block if, if you've ever been in that situation before? Um, so book three of my three part novella
2: has been like six years in the making. Um, I just can't figure oh. out what I want to do with that. Um, but in the meantime, because I don't to finish like I, I don't have to finish it, so it's not super important. So I'll go write something else that I I do know that I want to write so that I am writing and still building that muscle and something will come to me. Um so that's what I do. I I, I will move on to a different project. If I stare it in the face, then I then I know I'm going to stay blocked. So if I can move on to something else, life life is funny how triggering it is, and how suddenly that inspiration comes while you were vacuuming the floor. Like sometimes you just have to walk away from it and 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 give it a chance to breathe. I, I think.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Excuse me for a minute. We need to take an identification break.
1: Hi, this is Ernest Kelly with the Faith Thomas Foundation. You're listening to The Cell, 94.1 FM, WGRN and WGRN.org worldwide. Listen to us every Wednesday night at 7.30
0: p.m. I want to side, go up to the side here for a minute. Uh, mm-hmm. You got your kids into modeling. How old were they when you got them into modeling?
2: Uh, They were two years old. So we lived out in California um, from 2011 to 2017. Um, And a friend knew someone who had a modeling agency. Um, She saw the picture of my twins in the ladies' classroom and um, asked them to ask us if if we were interested. And we were. um, And they were signed with an agency. But the interesting thing is that most of the gigs that we got were us getting on Instagram and networking with people and doing these brand ambassador things and meeting local photographers and working with them when they had projects. Um, and so even here locally, um, we met someone in Youngstown who had a marketing agency. And so they've done a commercial and a photo shoot. So it doesn't just have to be LA. Like everybody needs somebody everywhere. So um, we just kind of happened to luck into it and they enjoyed it and they still kind of enjoy it, but you know, they actually enjoy Roblox a lot more. <laughs> Older now. They are 11. They'll be 12 in November.
1: Yeah, they grew up fast. They do. They, they do.
2: They do. We're our oldest, they're 23 and 24. So it's like, okay, yeah. like you, you're just moving right along, aren't you? <laughs>
1: Yeah, a friend of mine used to always tell me, "Said y'all, you should always take a picture of your kids or grandkids every six mm. months because they grow that, they grow yes. that fast." You're not yes,
2: yes. I look at her like, "Oh my gosh, you are a little lady, and I don't
1: really deal with that." <laughs> You guys have uh, you've been doing this since 2014, so where would you like your business to be and say five years from now? Um, so
2: we've thought kind of long and hard about this, and we actually just want to keep it small. Um, with what we do, we can kind of help the people uh, that we want to help with. It's still being enjoyable um, and us having the time that we need to both do this and spend with our family. So you know, publishing maybe 40 books a year would be great for us. Um and helping that many people tell their stories over the course of a year that's kind of our sweet spot, I think. We're not trying to become the next Penguin or anything. It's just, you know, help as many people as we can help and, you know, let the rest take care of itself.
1: Well, how how many how many employees do you have or or It is just the two of us. How many of us is Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes.
2: That's great. Yes. And, you know, you kind of sneak the kids in for an internship here when they get of age.
1: <laughs> have they talked oh, yes. about, like,
2: like coming on full time once they get of age? Well, you know, my son, um, he will read, because, like I said, we do um, children a lot of children's books. So I'll have him go through and read the books. Um, he'll, you know, go through, and I'll check for any edits that might need to be made, you know, just kind of get used to reading and editing and, and catching mistakes and, and checking the flow of the story. Um, so he does that and he enjoys it. And you know, I might like give him $5 for his time. Um, he's like, Yay, I got paid. But <laughs> 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 well, we cannot convince our daughter to do anything for the company. Like Landon, will you just draw a picture or anything? Like, no, nope. <laughs> but she'll go get some ice cream like okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
2: that's funny yeah that
0: is (laughs) Rochelle one of the questions that I want to ask is how do you promote yourself for someone who has already written a book and they're interested in getting it published so I have, we have a website, p2mcreative.com.
2: That's where you can reach out to us. There's a contact page, has all the information on pricing um, and what the steps are as far as getting started um, and where you uh, need to be in the process, you know, to be ready to move forward. We have a Facebook page. It's not super active, but it is there. Um, again, another way to reach out to us. So those are the two ways that we we are making ourselves available to people via our our website and our Facebook page, which is also P2M Creative, LLC.
0: And if they wanted to purchase uh, the books that you have, where would they go at to do that? Uh, They can
2: find me on Amazon under Rochelle Germany, um, and my Amazon author page will list uh, all of the books that I have published. And if they are interested in... Uh, seeing some of the books that we have published, some of the children's books that we have published. Elaine Hamilton is one of our authors, and Tony uh, Johnson is another one of our authors, uh, two ladies who write aut- autistic children's books uh, based on their experience, and so uh, it's been fun learning about that and um, hearing their stories and just the information that they have.
1: How did you come up with the with the name of your website Do to the, the P2M? What is the How did you come up with that, do it? So so P2M is actually. What's the story behind that?
2: So P2M is actually short for product of two mommies. Um, Since my wife and I do a lot of work together, uh, the things that we create are the product
1: of two mommies. So P2M. (laughs) And here I thought it was something that was in deep thought. (laughs) That is cute. That is really cute.
0: Thank thinking, you, thank I'm you. I'm like, what does that P2M stand for? And that that's really cute how y'all did that. that yes, really yes. yes,
2: Product of two yeah, mommies, because we, we do everything, you know. We make shirts, and we, we're just creators. She does art, you know, we're product of two mommies. It's everything we do. <laughs>
0: so do you live here in Columbus, or do you live in Youngstown? Um, no, I live here in Columbus. I've been back okay. in Columbus since February.
1: I just want to say thank you for coming on. I, uh, we we you know love to talk to uh, authors that look just like us for and create mm-hmm. books for for mm-hmm. our children. We just got to mm-hmm. get them to start supporting you guys a lot more because um, we we've met some other black authors and that seems to be the main theme with a lot of them It's the support from our community. Mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. got to start supporting you guys.
2: Well, listen, you guys are doing your part in giving us a platform to share our work and our information. So thank you. Thank
3: you so much for joining our show, Rochelle, and for sharing your story and wishing you the best of luck in your novella thank and you so all much. your updates in your upcoming projects. And uh, like you said, just keep doing it and just keep writing. Um, I'm sure you're impacting so many people with with your creativeness and in, in, in your words. So thank you for all you do.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, if you don't mind, one more time, could you tell our listeners, you know, how to reach you again?
2: Yes, absolutely. I can be reached at P as in Paul, the number two, Um, Emma and Mary Creative, Creative p2mcreative.com. That's the website that you can reach us at. There's a contact page on the website. Um, And then we can also be found on Facebook at P2M Creatives, LLC. Um, So those are the two spots where you can reach us. We look forward to hearing from you, helping you tell your stories. um, And you'll see that it's a pretty magical journey journey if you're willing to take it. Is there anything
0: that you would like to tell our listeners or those young minds?
2: Um, I would just like to tell people that their story matters. Um, you never know who needs to hear it and why, whose life you might be saving. So tell your story because
0: it does matter. I like that. Rochelle, we appreciate you coming on today and I definitely appreciate you. And I'm sitting up here listening to you and you sound just like your Aunt Marla. Absolutely. <laughs> <I've> been- <laughs> I didn't recall you her name. I can't wait a minute. You're not talking to Marla. You're talking to Coach I had to actually stop myself from calling you Marla. So I'm glad that she, uh, you know, hooked us up. Um, Me too. I'm really about that. Uh, I just want to let our listeners know that we have a bowling event coming up on June 25th, and we hope that we can see you there. You'll learn more about that bowling event. If you visit the Faith Thomas Foundation page, uh, faiththomasfoundation.org, you can learn more about that bowling event. And please save the date for the Red Diamond Gala, which takes place on Friday, September the 9th. So we hope to see you at one or both of those events. With that being said, this is Felice, your host. Peace out. The Faith Thomas Foundation would like to thank you for listening to The Cell. We broadcast on WGRN 94.1 FM every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. You can also stream us live on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. on WGRN 94.1. For more information on the Faith Thomas Foundation, please visit our website, Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is F D N.